it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, it's a great day right here at Inspired News Radio. Hello, all. I am Scott Sullivan, also known as Sales with Sully, and welcome to another edition of Sales with Sully right here on Inspired News Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about that crazy thing that everybody does, answering a question with a question. Is that something that you do, you don't do, you like, you dislike? Oh, my gosh. Could we spur some conversation with this one? But commonly, it's called the answering a question with a question. There are a lot of reasons why people do that, and today we are going to explore a few of them, just a few. The first and foremost of all time, I have to tell you, after many years of polling and asking a lot of questions, I get the number one reason that most people ask answer a question with a question is because they don't know the answer to the original question. <laughs> that's uh, that's a that's a really good thing uh, that come that came out of all of the times that I've asked people this question is I have asked them why would you do that you know why would you even you know the the other question I always get is is it rude is it rude to do that does it is it something that you shouldn't do because it actually uh, makes people uncomfortable it does make some people uncomfortable the the number one reason is because they don't know the answer answer to the first question the number two reason is is they don't want to answer they're evading or moving away from what the answer to that question is because they a don't want to lie to you or b they don't want to tell you the truth so they there's a reason why i guess a and b sound the same but they have an answer and they know the answer to the question but i don't want to tell you the answer so i'm going to deflect or evade the answer and i'm going to ask an additional question i'm sure that most of us our mothers said don't answer my question with a question and that's been you know part of what uh, of our bringing upbringing that we have had to deal with so some of the things that i'm going to address today in my sales with sully are we're going to take the second one first and then come back to the first one but if if you just don't want to answer the question maybe you do know the answer but you don't want to i think the first thing i want to talk about is the tone how do you ask that question do you ask that question in a nice polite quiet tone because what you want it to and you want to invoke the idea that maybe you want to clarify the question you know so do you like my new car and instead of saying no your car is really really ugly you could say something like so what is that color what what i'm trying to get my my finger on that color what what do they call that color so there could be uh, a, a subtle tone there where you your tone your your tonality is non-threatening and it doesn't feel you know like you're pointing any fingers and you're not trying to evade the question you're just trying to get a little bit more clarification because you're not sure or you're conveying to the person as you're not sure you can answer the question they asked we're trying to get them to you know um, a, a little different tact on that the other one is is 
you could divert the question, right? So that if you divert the question, let's use the same one is, hey, do you like my new car? Wow, I bet that thing can really go fast. How fast have you had it? Uh, how fast have you gone? Or uh, bet you could go over 100 miles an hour. Is that something you've done? So I've asked the question, but I have completely deflected my answer. So I've I have basically turned that around and I've diverted the question to some other aspect of the same subject. So now that, that is not a complete evasion. I've just changed the subject matter because the question was, do I like it? And then, you know, the, the pat answer or the one that comes out a lot is like, you know, what is like? It's like is so subjective. <laughs> so, so when you do something like that, it ends up it, it what you do by saying that is you're saying is I really hate your car. I hate the color of it. It's ugly. I can't imagine you bought that thing. But you're trying to be as soft and gentle as possible. So you're trying to divert that question. So answering a question with a question can also be, uh, in, let's say, uh, instead of diversion, that we want to just completely derail uh, the entire situation and take it completely in a different, different direction. So we're not even talking about the car anymore. So if someone says, hey, how do you like my new car? You just completely ignore the question completely like it doesn't exist and you ask a question in an entirely different uh, subject matter. So hey, how do you like my new car, silly? What did you guys have for dinner last night? My gosh, do I smell garlic? Okay, so I've just completely ignored the question. I don't have to put myself in a position to say whether I like it or I don't like it. And the nice thing about it is maybe, now maybe, it might come back around, but depending on if the person was fishing for a compliment or if they actually cared about your answer or if it was something maybe of a little higher importance, then they may come back to it. So it's a little harder to do that. But I just wanted to address that. The other way that you can do this is you can change the pronouns when you actually answer the question with a question. Hey, Sully, you like my new car? Well, tell me, do you like it? You know, of course, I love it. Well, then I love it too. <laughs> you know, so the you could change the pronouns. So instead of saying me or your or the person asking me, I could turn the question back around on them so that it becomes you know do you like it or is that you know is that your favorite color or something that has to do with that subject matter and then be able to turn it back around so answering a question with a question is sometimes extremely insightful and where it comes in with the reason why it's a topic this week in sales with sales with sully is because a lot of times we want to ask a question that helps to give us a little bit of clarity especially in the close so let's let's turn this around into a sales position now so that we're actually in a sales presentation and someone let's say your client says you know sully does that come in blue and then I say, and this is a very typical sales answer, and it's it also can backfire on you, but it's a very typical answer by saying is, uh, so is blue important to you? Or 
if it does come in blue, if I can get it for you in blue, would you be willing to to buy right now? Or can we can we wrap this thing up and say yes that I can get it for you in blue and we'll get it delivered on Thursday? Those are closing questions that are tied to the objection or maybe not even a, a hard objection, a soft objection question. Because if it's not available in blue, does that mean they won't buy? Or are they just testing the edges of the envelope by saying, if I could get it in blue? You know, what they're, what they're not saying with the question is, if I could get it in blue, I would buy it right now on the spot because blue is my favorite color. So you may want to soften that question by saying, I'm not sure 100% that I can get it in blue, but is, is that important to you? Is blue your favorite color? Can is if, if we could manufacture it in blue, would that be a, 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 a path forward for you to make a positive buying decision? All of those types of comments, they're really questions, but they're kind of hidden in sheep's clothing because I'm asking uh, for your qualification of why you ask that question because too many times as a salesperson here's what we do does it come in blue sure does and then we just sit and wait and then there's nothing else to say so we need to follow up that you know so the best possible answer that you can give is answer a question with a question that is a closing question so sully does it come in blue i do believe we can get it for you in blue and i could probably get that taken care of on a delivery for thursday how will that work for you so what I've done is I've took the color question, I answered it because I knew it was available in blue, and I turned it around to a close. Now, what if it's not available in blue? That's when you have to come back and say things like, well, is blue important to you? Would that affect your buying decision? Do you think that maybe uh, if it doesn't come in blue, it's something that you wouldn't be able to see yourself you know, buying? Uh, those types of questions are... A, handling the objection before the objection comes it may be just a general inquiry like you know hey i like blue but i really don't need blue it's just one of those things that would well, be nice to have it's not a must-have it's a nice to have so that's why in sales the question answering the question with the question done in the right way can actually you know, improve your odds of the close, getting your close ratio up, and actually moving the sale more forward so that you can actually start to get some understanding of why these things are important to your client. Are they buying from emotion? Are they buying logically? Are they are they buying because their hot button is safety or color or, you know, so depending on what the questions that they're asking. And I'm not saying that you should answer every question with a question because that does get very tedious and your client would probably get a little upset by the time they got to the third or fourth or fifth question. But used strategically, answering the question with a question is a great way to advance the sales process and get closer to the to the close. The other thing that I want to talk about is the one of the things we talked about is that I don't know the answer uh, and I answer with a question and the other one was because I don't want to tell you the answer so those are the two things that we talked about you know as the topics but let's make sure that we one thing that we didn't touch on and that is it's clarifying we want to make sure that we fully understand the question so if that's the case maybe you 
do know the answer to it, but you don't know the answer in the current configuration of the question. Now, let me explain that a little bit. So, you know, a simple binary, does it come in blue, yes or no, that's a pretty simple type of question. But when it gets into a more complex, like, you know, does this, you know, is the drag coefficient of this particular car less than, you know, the Corvette, or if there's some level of complexity around the, the reason for the question or some level of technology or some some type of engineering or skill set or something that maybe you're not as familiar with then you have to ask a follow-up question that sounds like that you're answering the question with the question but the way you couch it is I think I understand you Mr. Client but I want to make absolutely sure that I understand the question so I'm going to try and reword it so you're telling me that the drag coefficient is important to you and you need it to match or exceed that of this mod this year's model of the Corvette did I understand that correctly so what I've done is I very sadly just just very subtle and I asked the question back because now I'm asking him or her to commit to a a line or direction that we are going in our sales presentation if that person said yes you got it exactly that's exactly what I'm asking because there may be some hidden baggage behind this that you don't know about maybe the last time they bought this part or piece it had a higher drag coefficient and it ended up not working and engineering got mad at them and they almost lost their job there could be all kinds of emotion around this particular question that you are not aware of so getting a clarification by asking a question or answering the question with a question doesn't always seem uh, like it's you know you're not being rude you're just wanting to make sure that it is absolutely crystal clear and that you're getting the best information that you can for them and the same time you're able to guide the conversation to a place where it you've turned it into a binary yes or no now think about what you just did you took something very technical like a drag coefficient of a particular part or the size or shape or engineering and you turned it into is a, into an answer that says yes that's what I'm thinking or no that's not what I'm thinking so you've taken that very complex subject matter and turned it into a binary yes or no because now you can go forward from that if they say no that's not what I was saying at all then you can say well could you could you explain it to me now all of a sudden you're in a different direction but you're still answering that question and you're getting better clarity from the client as to what their buying decisions are and they may tip their hand a little bit by telling you that these are the things that are super important to me because me personally I don't want to lose face with my client or with my boss again I want to make absolutely sure I do this the right way so I'm gonna make sure I, I drill down on this particular point 
Now that may not be the end all or be all, and this may not be the person that has the ultimate you know buying decision, but at least you've now got this person on your side because you understand, you're exuding empathy, and all because you asked a answered a question with a question by asking a follow-up question without having to answer that particular question. Because remember, we still didn't answer it. It's still not answered, but we're still getting down deeper into the the reasons why. So responding to a question isn't always just as simple as a yes or no. It's not always as simple as, do you like my car? And how do you answer that question? And when do you say, you know, when do you sidestep the question and ignore it? When do you ask a question as a follow-up? When do you actually you just answer the question. No, as a matter of fact, I don't think I like that car. Now, what are going to be the ramifications of a direct answer? That's why the dreaded <laughs> answering a question with a question is sometimes the best answer that you can actually have. I love I love digging into these very simple concepts, but turning them into very large ideas so that we can put them out there on uh, social media and we can all talk about them. I would love for you to weigh in right now on my Twitter account at sales with Sully and give me some examples of some answers to questions that you've done with a question some that have worked maybe and some that haven't I would love to see the, especially the ones that haven't <laughs> haven't worked we have had a lot of conversation over the last few months uh, talking about this particular show and there have been a lot of people that have some really really funny comebacks that I probably aren't going to use right here on the air because some of them are a little rude and a little crass uh, and that's just not my style as you know but I would love to see them on social media because it's always fun to turn them into a meme <laughs> we can we can put them out on social media so today we talked about answering that dreaded question with a question what does that look like for you and how do you to work on it so we talked about tonality that was the first thing and then we got off onto a little bit of a tangent and we talked about some of those qualifying questions and and how to how to couch it a little bit better so when we go back to the tonality and we talk about that let's also talk about the accusatory uh, you want to make sure that you don't that the customer or the client or your friend even doesn't feel like the question is an accusatory type of of question you know did you did you eat the last cookie and then the person flies off their handle and goes what you think i ate the last cookie what makes you think i ate the last cookie why is that important to you what do you think it, why you know it may have been your mother she ate the last cookie <laughs> so you want to make sure that as part of this is you also keep your emotions tamped down because it can feel sometimes the question can sometimes feel accusatory and it probably is not meant that way even in a sales uh, arena even when you're in a sales environment and you're doing a presentation sometimes the questions can start to feel like a little bit of an interrogation and we really are just trying to help the client in most cases i believe all of us are trying to do the best that we possibly can by providing the best solution or the best product for the client that fits 
the vast majority of their needs and gives them the best price and all those other things at a fair market value and commission's not a bad word and and you know payback's not a bad word and all in profit's not a bad word so all of those things you know combined together we're trying really hard to make sure that we're doing the right thing and sometimes it can feel a little bit like we're you know an interrogation so is this important to you what about this is this important to you how about this do you is this important to you uh, do you think this would be more important would part would th- the part three be more important than part two you have to be a little bit more subtle than that in order to ask those questions and then to also to answer the questions with clarifying questions. So it's really important um, in your sales endeavors as you are maturing and growing in your sales skills that I would suggest that you start listening to when are the opportunities that you could use the dreaded answer the question with a question and when are the times when you can deflect it there's nothing that says you have to answer the question and in a normal course of a conversation if you think about it just pay attention to why you're talking to your friends I bet that there are probably five or six questions during the course of just a 10 or 15 minute conversation that never get answered because everyone gets distracted something else happens it moves forward the conversation jumps around goes to a different direction and you end up with not even answering the question so sidestepping or deflecting the entire question and just ignoring it and diverting the conversation in a different direction and sometimes that is done by answering a question and sometimes it's done by just changing the subject and moving on to a different direction without actually answering that question so there is a there's an art and there's a skill to that so i definitely think you should practice it and keep it on the forefront of your mind so as we wrap up today i want to say thank you very much for all of you that participate with us on social media i absolutely love reading the the tweets the social media stuff that comes out every week on sales with sully you can reach me at sales with sully on twitter of course that's where it all started then we moved to at sales with sully on facebook and now yes indeed we are at sales with sully on instagram so you can find me just about everywhere including linkedin of course and of course you can always find me on inspirednewsradio.com where i do my weekly show love 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 those folks over at inspired news radio they do a fantastic job they keep the uh the lights on and the the servers humming and they keep the broadcasts out there every week and the social media and marketing that they do is phenomenal i love working with all of the folks at uh, at inspired news radio and sales with sully every single week we answer your questions and help you become a better sales professional right here on inspired news radio hit me up on uh twitter instagram and facebook anytime anywhere at sales with sully i really appreciate you tuning in listening in keep those questions coming because that's what makes for interesting shows so until next time get out there and sell something you've been listening to sales with sully on inspirednewsradio.com we take your sales and marketing questions each week on twitter at sales with sully hashtag inr and like us on facebook On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.